Hello and welcome to the Singing Buddha podcast where creativity meets spirituality. My name is Lucy Burns and I'm also known as the artist, songwriter and music producer Lazy Hammock. In these episodes we will delve into all aspects of being a spiritual creative, speaking about what fulfills us, excites us, repels us, makes us and breaks us, but ultimately what takes us to a place where we can just be, acknowledging who we are, where we are, how our energy and creative pursuits affect ourselves and others, and how we may start to overcome the blocks that hinder us and learn to master our mindset and connect to source so that we're able to tap into and fulfill our unlimited potential. Listen in, where we will begin to uncover and unravel a little more of who we are and our purpose for being. Hello everyone. Today on the Singing Buddha podcast, I'm going to be talking about the benefits of mindfulness and meditation for musicians and creatives. I've struggled at times myself to keep up a consistent practice of mindfulness and meditation. But the whole thing with mindfulness and meditation is to keep bringing yourself back to the present. To keep bringing yourself back to that place. It's about attention and awareness in the moment. So even though at times I haven't been consistent, what I have been consistent with is bringing myself back with awareness to the place of knowing knowing what is good for my life and what centers me I used to chant daily for over 14 years and the benefits that that had were incredible Being a musician or a creative, it's imperative that we focus and are able to focus on the projects we are working on at hand. Those projects really grow into something when we can give them our 100%. It's so easy to be distracted by everyday things in life, everyday situations, people, circumstances, other work, other pulls on our time. But focusing is something that is so important to be able to have the discipline of focus. That is how we reach our goals with our creative pursuits. I know of many people, including myself at times, who found it very difficult to focus on things when I've had so many other things on my mind. And I know that when I practice mindfulness 
and or meditation, it really helps. Sometimes it's good, even if you find it hard to do a longer session, that doesn't matter. It might be that you just sit down for three minutes and focus on your breath. Focusing on our breath brings us and takes us to the core of ourselves and the preciousness of our life. Our heartbeat, breathing, completely paying attention in the moment to the fact that we are here alive right now. Now, what I really like about mindfulness and or meditation is that it can be done in any moment. We don't always have to sit on a meditation cushion or on the floor with our legs crossed. Many people who meditate do walking meditations. Slow walking, bringing themselves back to their breath, walking around a park, sometimes I do this. You can even meditate or be mindful when you're doing the washing up. You are focusing on one thing at a time, bringing your attention to the awareness of that moment. I'm wondering if you've ever lost yourself in projects, which I'm pretty sure you have, if you are a creative or a musician, that one time when you've, or many times when you've got into a project and you've just lost yourself within it. And that's a beautiful, beautiful moment because you are literally in it. You are literally in the flow of your life. Because in that moment, in that moment, nothing else really matters. And it's not saying that you don't care about anything else, but your focus is focused 100% on what you are doing. You are lost within your creative pursuits. In writing my albums, I lost myself many, many times. Sometimes I would be at my desk and seven hours later, it's like I came out of a trance. And of course it, it wasn't a trance, but I was mindfully working and enjoying what I was doing and just going with the flow of it and opening myself up to the inspiration that was coming to me and sometimes I believe being channeled through me because I never really sat down and planned, oh, I'm going to write this type of song today or I'm going to write this piece of music. I mean, there were times when I maybe started writing lyrics before and thought, okay, I'm gonna write music for that tomorrow or something. But many times I would just sit down and I would never know what was going to come, but I, loved the process and I trusted the process and I never worried that the next idea wouldn't come because I was open to the next idea and I think the problem is when we really stress about getting our projects finished and we stress about if we're going to be able to have an idea what happens when we do that and we don't trust the process because of all the pressure, we often don't have the ideas. 
or we can't think of what to do next. And the next idea doesn't come. Rather than allowing ourselves to be in that moment, open to what may come to you. I really enjoy that. Sometimes I used to start writing a piece of music or producing a piece of music. And then the next melody would just come into my head that I would play with a a different sound or different instrument. And then the next line, and what I'd do is I'd, I'd sing it first, I'd, or I'd hum it first, and then I'd know the line and then I'd play it. And this just kept happening and just kept building and building and building the tracks from this. And it was just pure inspiration, or as I say, channeling. Losing yourself in your projects is such a beautiful thing. And sometimes we can stop ourselves from that because we think, if I get into this project 100% now, then I know that I'm going to be interrupted by my partner or my child or this or that. So what we do is we hold back. So sometimes it's a good thing to create some space for yourself if you're able to when you can say to people, look, this is what I'm doing now in this moment. And if I can just have this time just to go and do this for now. And then what happens is then when you go back to your family or whatever else is going on in your life, you then are very mindful in that situation. You are there in the present. Now, what hasn't helped us, as we all know, in the present day are smartphones. Smartphones take us to right the other end of what being mindful or being present is all about. We flip from one thing to the next, slowly going down the rabbit hole of what's going on here, what's going on there, getting dragged down or dragged through or dragged out. It's kind of like being pulled and not being able to stop ourselves. And I found that trying to be mindful with my phone as well really helps. So sometimes saying to myself when I go to the park for a walk, I'm not going to take my phone. Or when I feel the pull to pick up my phone, not to pick up my phone. And this isn't easy. This really isn't easy. But I think it's about being more intentional. So if you want to look at your phone, you look at it for a particular purpose rather than just being dragged into the vortex of it all. And that's like life really, isn't it? What do we choose to participate in in the moment? Or are we like a piece of paper in the wind just sort of floating about from one thing to the other? Wherever the wind takes us, that where that's where we go. Is this how you want to live your life? Flitting from one thing to another, being blown by one storm or another. Is this how you want to live your life? Is this beneficial for you? Is this productive for you? Or is there another way that you want to live, living intentionally, being in the moment. So this is what the benefit of meditation or mindfulness is for me. 
for me it's like a practice and they say it is a practice but for me it's practicing at life it's a microcosm of the macrocosm it's a part of the whole if I practice and I train myself in this then that will ripple out into other areas of my life so maybe practicing for three minutes or five minutes or ten minutes or thirty minutes or an hour whatever it is you want whatever makes you feel comfortable to sit to bring your mind to your breath and don't worry about if you have thoughts coming in and out it's not about the absence of thought meditation it's about not holding on to the thoughts about letting them go are we able for something to come in and to let it pass to let it go or do we want to hold on to it and is holding on to that thought doing you any good in that moment or is it only reinforcing what you believe or what you don't want to think about in that moment so don't worry about having an empty mind people meditate or be mindful for years and don't have empty minds of course some people achieve that however that that isn't the goal the goal is for you to be more at peace within your life for you not to be so distracted for you to be more present more present for you which means you are more present for others this practice of meditation and mindfulness really supports creative projects I believe and it really supports our lives so what is mindfulness mindfulness is connection to what is in this moment without the connection to where we are how can we have the connection to who we are we're all on the treadmill but going where you know we've got to ask ourselves where is it going that treadmill that we all feel we should be on or we'll miss something we can't go quick enough someone else has got more someone else has gone further someone else is going faster someone else is doing better check in with how you really feel because a race isn't a race if there isn't an end human beings naturally seek increase we evolve we learn we grow we all have goals and we want to achieve the things that we want to do but we have to ask ourselves are we so focused on our future that we are never truly living in the present never actually here mindfulness is not doing two or three things at once it's only doing one thing at once and being focused on it observation without judgment connection to what is in this moment 
is creating a balance. Extremes of anything cause imbalance. To feel centered, there must be a balance. And this is what mindfulness does. It brings us back to center. And some of the benefits that you'll have, some I mentioned earlier, insight and awareness into your own life and what's happening around you. Increased levels of peace and well-being, stress and anxiety relief, improvement of your sleep. These are all things that will help to serve you in your life and in your creative pursuits. It's not always easy being a musician or a creative. There are lots of judgments on creative people from the outside. People love the effect of what we do, but they're not always so supportive of the process of us being in the moment and what actually makes the effect manifest itself. It takes time, it takes work, it takes energy to create something. And that process isn't always respected by people. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be respecting it. That we shouldn't be honoring that process by respecting ourselves, by being in the moment and valuing ourselves and what we are doing. Mindfulness also allows us to embrace life fully without clinging onto outcomes. When we start learning to let go of what doesn't serve us, we become happier. And we can effectively develop this through a regular mindfulness or meditation practice. And as I mentioned before, mindfulness can be practiced at every moment of every day, bringing yourself back to center. It's not that it's hard, but it is a discipline, a practice and a commitment. A commitment to self. Sometimes showing up for something isn't just about being there physically, it's about being there in every way. Many people are in a physical place, but if they checked where their mind was, they'd realise that they often weren't present at all. I used to work with a young group of LGBT students and one time they'd come in to do a workshop with me. I said to them, right, I want you all to put your phones over here. And of course there was some reluctance from some of the young people and I was asked why. And I said, because I want you to be in this moment in what we're doing because they were all looking forward to the workshop but they wanted their phones with them as a lot of us do most of the time. But I explained to them that when we're doing this workshop, if you are engaged in looking at your phone and connecting to another person, effectively you are with that other person at that time. And if you're going to meet that other person afterwards, is then what you are going to do when you meet them, start connecting with someone else. So then you are with someone else in the moment that you're supposed to be with them. So does it then mean that you never really are where you are? Because where you are in the moment, you are connecting with someone else who isn't physically there or looking at something that hasn't got anything to do with what you're doing. How many of us do this? 
So it, it makes me wonder how many of us are actually living the life we are living in the moment we are living it or constantly living something else or somewhere else because we can't ever be where we are. Making a conscious effort to live in the now means that we embrace everything fully that we are doing. Paying attention to the moment, the present, and the person or situation or circumstance or project that you are engaging with and in in that moment. So I hope that you will find a way to fully connect with whatever you're doing, whatever projects you are working on, and that you are able to let go and allow and open up to the possibility of what might be and what might come once you are grounded and centered and open the opportunities and possibilities are infinite sometimes it's the not knowing that makes this life more exciting not knowing but allowing not always trying to control but to let things be as they are to let you be as you are and let your creativity shine through you and let your work speak for itself thank you for listening see you in the next episode if you've enjoyed this podcast please follow like subscribe or even write a review if you have any topics or questions that you'd like discussed or answered in future episodes, please send for consideration to the Singing Buddha Podcast at gmail.com. You've been listening to the Singing Buddha Podcast.